0: hey guys welcome back to tribe of nerds we are here gabe jj and i are going to talk about the what if finale we're going to rank what if season one among all the other mcu stuff and kind of just talk about what we liked and didn't like from the finale and the show as a whole so uh getting into it what were your guys' impressions of the finale
1: i thought i had a pretty strong start <laughs> um and I really like kind of the team-up that we had, except for maybe Party Thor. Um, that's just not a character that I yeah. felt like needed to be here. Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, Ultron still presented a pretty formidable foe, mm-hmm. but, like, a 30-minute episode seems like a strange format. Like, I, it, it's not enough time, I think, to really develop putting together a team to take down the biggest villain that's ever been seen in Marvel, and it just wasn't climactic enough. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Gamora was thrown in, which really wasn't a problem because they didn't spend a lot of time on her personality, so I didn't feel like I needed to back story to her. Right. But also, it felt weird that they were pulling in a new character here. Like, there were other characters to pull from. Um, and we, also, we still had Black Widow so, do we really need to like add Gamora? You still have a pretty full team without her. I get that the uh, the Stone Crusher. My other big complaint is that like, uh, much like Thanos with the Infinity Stones, um, Ultron with the Infinity Stones seems kind of all over the place in terms of what he's doing with them. Now, a lot of that with both characters I kind of attribute to they all of a sudden just have all this power and they've not practiced with it they don't really know what they're doing Mm -hmm. like ultron was eating freaking galaxies right and now he's fighting like one not one-on-one but like right up close with this team why can't he just obliterate them like that you know thanos wiped out half the universe (laughs) in a snap what's ultron doing
0: right i totally agree because i'm i was just curious where's the power scaling in this because like yeah he's ultron's all of a sudden able to chop a galaxy and then all of a sudden like he just gets he he loses in in this regard he gets destroyed by this team um when he just should be able to wipe them out uh based on what we saw in the penultimate episode so i don't know gabe your your thoughts on the finale
2: yeah, the whole thing with, like, the last episode being the big fight is, the, again, the power scaling thing. It seems like not even the writers knew, like, what was going on with that. Ultron's like, I can literally destroy the universe! Why won't you die? I'm like, gosh, oh, why won't they die? You're right. <laughs> um, it just, like, and, um, I don't know, like, uh, it, it was okay. It's, a, it's as much as you can ask for out of, like... That thing Marvel does, with, where they're like, "Okay, guys, here's here's the fight, here it is," and it's just like, yeah, the whole episode was just the fight itself, um, which is fine. Uh, I think the uh, the Watcher had some interesting picks for his uh, multi-dimensional team, like four, except he just likes partying. I'm like, okay, Watcher's like you. <laughs> you were the one. I'm like, are you sure about that? But, yeah, it, he he picked a, like a lot of moods, which was like very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of taking it at face value. It was a cool episode.
0: Oh yeah, there's definitely some cool things in this episode that we'll get into, and some really cool visuals. And I I, I don't think. Like, I liked some of the characters, like, what they did with some of these characters. I mean, we'll we'll get into it right here. Uh, this cast is still pretty good. I mean, we, again, we got Captain Carter, Haley Atwell. We've got uh, Chris, well, I don't know about Party Thor as a character, but Chris Hemsworth is back. Uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch as Strange Supreme, which is awesome in this episode. Uh, Chaudet Bozeman, this is... By the way, this is Chadwick Boseman's last performance ever, so that was very, very, uh, tough, but he did a great job in his final episode as T'Challa Star-Lord. We got Michael B. Jordan back as Killmonger. Um, uh, we've got a little bit of, like, cameos from, like, Tom Hiddleston as Loki if he ruled the world from the third episode. Uh, Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Um... Ross Marquand back as Infinity Ultron From the last episode I mean and you know Jeffrey Wright As you of course So I mean we like a really good cast Um and I, I don't know I mean like Definitely some moments from the cast stood out To me um But what were your guys' thoughts On like the, the characters In this episode
2: The cast was like pretty Um I mean I think the cast was pretty on point Mm-hmm. I think, like, a couple characters you really can't replace. Like, it's kind of hard to find someone who can, like, sound like uh, just Chadwick Boseman and, like, replicate his, like, uh, like just, like, the quality of his voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or, like, I mean, I, you, I don't think you can really replace the guy who did Ultron. But they did. <laughs> I really wish they could have got him back. Um,
0: James Spader, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a really good cast. I, honestly, I'm mostly happy that they got. Uh, um, oh my goodness. Um, Dr. Strange, his voice actor, back.
0: Benedict I Cumberbatch.
2: Like, yes, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. I feel like a fool. <laughs> uh, it, it's good. And yeah. I mean, really, if I had it my way, like, the whole cast would come back. But,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, the only noticeable one um, for me was Gamora, that Zoe Saldana was not back because she just sounded so off to me um, because it, it just didn't sound like Zoe Saldana. So I was like, it wasn't terrible, but it just, it just didn't sound the same. Um, so, and I know Black Widows was obviously different too, but I kind of got used to it since the first episode that she was in so right jj um, your thoughts y-
1: yeah coming at the end of the season and just talking about like differences in voice actors um i almost feel like it should be all of the voice actors change or none of them do right um especially when you're using multiple different iterations of the same character like we've seen black widow in several universes now and all of them have been the same voice actress who was different from scarlett johansson right um which is an interesting choice because that like it, it just doesn't track as well for me mm-hmm. like um because we've got one black widow presented in the mcu movies and then another black widow presented in all these different universes who's kind of the same right so that being said i really do like this voice actress um, I think that uh, she presents the Black Widow character quite well. Um, mm-hmm. Really, I didn't have a problem with Gamora's uh, voice actress. Um, it, it didn't she or like her the change in voice didn't pull me out of anything. Um, I as far as like the actors and the characters they presented, I liked this kind of bromance we had going on between uh, Captain Carter and Black Widow. I thought that was a nice little dynamic. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting that, like, how that developed with them actually being from different universes and not actually knowing each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Doctor Strange, or Strange Supreme, rather, I liked that he took on this, not even, it wasn't even a leadership role. It was more like, I have so much more power than any of the rest of you, like, you're going to follow me. And <laughs> that's kind of the vibe I got from him. And that's the vibe that I need from that character, because, like, with how he's come to be where he is like that's really what he should be Mm -hmm. um he's also the only one i felt like actually could hold a candle to ultron um other than the watcher so i don't know some uh, acting wise very good i had no complaints there
0: Yeah, I really think Strange Supreme, like, I, I think that's the reason why they were able to go toe-to-toe at at the very least, or at least most of them, um, was Strange Supreme, and I liked that, you know, he's the one who's really, like, the main, uh, power for the team, um, so I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I, I know, like, the thing is, like, well, you know, I know, J.J., you said last week about you wish Strange Supreme, like, goes full evil, but I also think presented in the Strange Supreme episode was that he was someone that was doing this out of, like, grief and, like, wasn't doing this for, like, evil purposes. Um, So, I mean, I, I guess in that regard, I guess it was going off of, like, yes, he's not really evil, he just did these things, and now he realizes like, that that was a mistake. So.
1: Well, to jump off that, too, I don't think it's really clear um, where his motivations fall in yeah. this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And something that the Suicide Squad movies do really well, that I think they're doing well with this kind of is he evil or isn't he character of Strange Supreme, is they find motivations for the characters that fall in line with how those characters have been established mm-hmm. without making them break from like their true morality. Like Ultron is bent on destroying the multiverse, right? Okay, that's going to affect everyone. Take the lines uh, from uh, Star Lord and Rocket, like because we're some of the idiots that live in the universe. That's yeah. why we want to save it. That makes sense for literally anybody who has the power to stop the universe's destruction, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he still could become an evil, and I would love to see him as a big bad at the end of a, a season. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I can totally see that, too, and I i guess it's just, like, you know, i, I it'd be nice if we got a little bit more uh, time to develop his character. Unfortunately, a half an hour, as we've said, is not nearly enough time to do that. So...
2: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. 45-minute episodes would be very fitting for this kind of entertainment.
0: Agreed. I, I was sad when I turned on Disney+, Plus and I was like, oh, it's only half hour again. Crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty short for a finale, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, and Disney has shown that like they're not afraid to do different episode times for literally every single episode of a season. Look at some of their other shows, like Loki um and th- even if the whole rest of the season is 30 minutes this episode had needed to be longer i feel like
0: yeah it was a huge flaw for it i think the only show that i will support the half hour for some of their episodes was wandavision because it fit with them being sitcom episodes for half the season um that mm-hmm. i can totally support because that
1: that makes sense it's also different when you're sticking with the same characters through several episodes. Right. You can leave unanswered questions and then just go back to them in the next episode. Right. In this anthology series, it's like you introduce these characters and resolve everything you introduce about them in one episode. You, it's hard to do that in a short time.
0: Right. Right um i guess they did kind of go back and resolve a couple things like when the watcher was picking everyone out i mean like killmonger we got to see that pepper and shuri were coming after uh killmonger at that moment and then he got picked picked up um and then uh you know we saw from episode two with t'challa star lord the ego with uh that universe's peter quill um and then t'challa star lord comes and rescues him and and blows ego up so i mean we did see some resolution to some of those cliffhangers to earlier episodes
1: speaking of resolving things i did love the um just dropping i don't even know how many zombies on Ultron. oh yeah
0: and then zombie wanda like that that was cool um which she even like stopped for a moment and like I don't know if it was because she, she realized that it was Vision's body underneath or what. Um,
1: but It might have been a combination of that and the sheer amount of power that Ultron has. Like, she might not have been expecting to come up against someone who, like, was leagues ahead of even her.
0: Right, right. So, that that was a cool thing. And, of course, we got, like, the episode three of, like loki rules the world of course he's going to backstab nick fury um so i thought i thought that was cool and black widow going into that universe now or like that going into that new universe like that was a cool thing to lead into i will say like that part and like with the avengers music cues which music cues were also very very fun and like great in this episode they all fit um and just like the avengers music going into that uh tying up that episode was pretty cool so it do be fitting. Mm-hmm. So Um Is there and like is there anything else? Um I I like it's it's just hard. I know we'll kinda talk about that when we rank Infinity Ultron in our rankings for villains. Um I yeah, I just feel like he was nerfed as we've said. Um Infinity Stone Crusher was kinda like uh, so like one thing I didn't really like and maybe it's not the crusher itself I just didn't like like that they're able to just pluck out these infinity stones out of Ultron's armor either and just I don't know I didn't like that they were designed to be like jelly beans in this episode it, it they didn't look um like they did have in the past uh so I don't know I just
2: I mean I guess that like uh didn't freaking uh black widow or something say that the Infinity Crusher was meant to destroy the stones in her universe or something.
0: That is, Yeah, that is actually kind of true.
2: Implying that the stones have different properties across different across the multiverse? I don't know.
0: That actually it, makes sense now. <laughs> I feel stupid.
2: Was, either way, it's a goofy-ass mechanism. You're telling yeah. me you could have just, like, grinded the Infinity Stones like they're coffee beans?
1: Like... Especially seeing, um, like, how the Infinity Stones work against each other. Like, we got to see the Time Stone against a different Time Stone. Like, I don't know. I I mean, Vision was able to destroy other Infinity Stones in the MCU with his Infinity Stone. So, I feel like there are... Or, rather, Wanda could destroy right. the Mind Stone because her powers were built from the Infinity Stones. Right. Um, so, like, I don't know. It's just... It is kooky dynamics. I agree, Gabe.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that now. But I, I I, did like Gabe's point also of like, yes, they did say like, oh, the, you know, it's from a different universe. But I don't know. Like, I still am not super keen on it either. Um, uh, we also had, uh, it, I know I saw some complaints online that uh, people were saying, oh, you know, the the Loki established that the Infinity Stones don't work in Uh, separate universes that they're not from, but I also think that other people were, like, defending it, being like, well, that was in the TVA, and the TVA is different from... Like, it's not set in any particular time or place, so I don't know. I I didn't know if you guys had any issues with that, based on what uh, Loki established.
2: I really just think we have a lot of goofy-ass rules going on right now, man, (laughs) and uh, we just don't know, like... We don't have a comprehensive list of the rules yet, or maybe no one knows the rules. Like, because I mean, no way home seems to be kind of uh, kind of putting Doctor Strange in a pickle there. You know, based off
1: the trailer alone. So like, right? Know, maybe the characters are trying to figure out what's going on too. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen Loki, so I can't speak to that specific thing.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: in general. Um, we are starting to get into kind of the further regions of comic book stuff that gets like really kind of weird and outside of what really happens in real life. Right. And one of like kind of a rule of thumb for making any story that has things that work outside of how real life works is like those mechanics have to be explained in a way that the consumer understands. And if we've got these different ways that the infinity stones kind of work, it really makes it difficult to digest. (laughs) And, um, it brings us outside the reality of the MCU. Like if rules work one way in one setting and differently in another setting, or if I can't figure out which way the rules work, that's still going to make it clunky for me as a, as a viewer, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. I totally get that. Um, is there anything else... I, we also had Zola being, like, the reason they defeated Infinity Ultron as well. I thought that was uh, interesting uh, to bring Zola back into this from the penultimate episode. So, I mean, a- any thoughts on uh, on Zola being brought back in here? I,
2: thought I think it's very curious that he was able to kind of override Ultron like that. <laughs> he must be, like like, whatever AI he's using is probably, like, really powerful on its own. Right. I guess it's just, I mean, like, at the end of the day, he's still, like, a robot or, like, a program or whatever. Mm -hmm. So all you need is, like, a really wicked virus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, JJ, any thoughts on Zola being in this episode?
1: Uh, Just kind of the same thoughts that I had last time, or last episode we discussed Mm -hmm. with, uh, Zola, I just, he's hes like a World War II era program, mm-hmm. and I get that he's an AI, so he's able to evolve over time and everything, but J- Jarvis, which is like a big part of the core of what Ultron is, right. right, is like one of the most advanced programs ever created in the MCU. I just... I, I have a hard time believing that Zola could defeat Ultron.
0: Yeah, yeah, I it, it's hard to think of that the that, that's what I I think we've mentioned again like the that the way Ultron kind of got nerfed like severely in this episode from what was established in the last episode. Um but uh we also got uh the the cool scene of killmonger uh backstabbing the guardians of the multiverse or the multiversal avengers and getting using the ultron helmet to put on his own infinity armor which was really really cool um and i i like that uh killmonger was the one who had his own motives and uh ...things that he wanted to do... Um, ...and it was interesting that they had... ...now they have Strange Supreme that's watching over... ...him and Zola... uh, ...Zola Ultron... ...in like his own... ...their own little... uh, ...mirror dimension... Uh, ...so that that was an interesting twist...
2: ...he's like... ...you can tell the dude is like resolute though... (laughs) ...because he was like... ...they're at the end of the world... (laughs) ...and they just defeated... ...some freaky robot super god... Mm-hmm. and killmonger is like all right let's let's build better
0: mm-hmm.
2: let's let's start over here and uh you, the thing you said about his armor his armor was freaking sweet yeah I don't know like <clears throat> who decided to throw that little like s- plot line in there in the last 10 minutes but it gave us like really good killmonger god armor or whatever. And it was freaking
1: sweet.
0: Yeah, I, I loved that. So, JJ, any thoughts on this?
1: I had mixed opinions on, like, him just kind of copying what Ultron had done, mm-hmm. giving himself armor, and then fighting Ultron. On the one hand, again, like, he was just exposed to the Infinity Stones, like, I don't know, within the day, or a day or two. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't had a lot of time to really understand how they work, what they can do, how to use them. But on the other hand, Killmonger's character is so resourceful and so driven to, like, his goals. I just, I wish he had done more with them, even in the short amount of time that we got to see him with them. Um, So, like, I am mixed feelings on that. Also, the pocket dimension idea, like, on one hand, that is super cool. Mm -hmm. That they just are going to end the final fight. Like, here's a kind of campy way out of it that actually makes sense and the rules established in the universe and we're just going to end it here and put strange supreme in charge of it so we can bring this back later when we want to yeah but also like the final villains have always been big build-ups and it's like you always get that moment of payoff when they get defeated and we just didn't get that here yeah it's Kind of disappointing, but I do like that it's a bit a different direction. So overall, I think I like that. I just kind of back and forth on it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally understand you being back and forth on it. it, it it's in, it's an interesting concept for sure. Um, and they definitely go back to it. Um, and I'm wondering if that's how they could get Killmonger back in the main MCU timeline with this multiverse stuff without. Uh, sort of making his death in Black Panther feel cheated. Because I, I do think, like, uh, when we discussed Black Panther, uh, I, I like Killmonger's death in that movie for the mere fact that I think it sends a strong message.
2: Yeah, things kind of had to end that way in Black Panther.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I can totally agree with the sentiment of really wanting to see him again. Mm-hmm. Because that was a really good villain.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even, like, yeah, he really was. Some
2: would say not even a villain. He was just, like, a great, like, all-around character Character with, like, not even that bad motives. Um,
0: yeah. Like, it, they were and then, understandable. Like,
2: and then, like, it's kind of like Marvel's little thing to, like, kill off their villains every frickin' movie, too, so.
0: Yeah unfortunately <laughs> i
2: kind of had to the l with that one
0: mm-hmm. yeah like it, it's unfortunate with that one but i also yeah it, it
1: fit for that
0: particular movie um
1: something i like about killmonger and ultron both mm-hmm. is that while they're both like the villain characters it's established that they have motivations that aren't just like greed and power and stuff yeah. even ultron who wanted the infinity stones he, and same thing with Thanos. Neither of them wanted them for the power of the things. They wanted them to achieve a purpose. Right. Um, which, I, just the complexity of their motivations and, like, kind of the moral grayness of it really makes these better characters than some of our uh, run-of-the-mill stock villains.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, that that's why they're ranked higher for us. That's why they're ranked higher for a lot of people, is because they aren't just boring, uh, one-dimensional characters. So, um all right is there anything else from this episode oh well and then we have the post-credit scene (laughs) we should talk about that so we get captain carter going back in and i I guess maybe we did want to mention the watcher having that conversation with sending everybody back has that conversation with black widow like oh i actually do care about your stories like they mean everything to me and you know captain carter being like well don't i deserve like a happy ending um and you get the awesome captain america music in the background and then you get to the post credit scene and captain carter uh, is with black widow in her universe around the time of the winter soldier um and uh you know they they uh see that steve is steve is still alive supposedly with the Hydra Stomper. Uh, and, you know, it, it seems like Steve Rogers in that universe might take the place of Bucky as, you know, the Winter Soldier type thing, so that, that's cool, I hope maybe in season two, maybe, you know, we can explore that a bit more, cause I actually, I think this episode kind of really made me like Captain Carter more, because, like, the first episode was kind of eh, and this one kind of, like, made me like her, so...
1: Yeah, I do I can like those. Oh, go ahead, Gabe. I was just—I was gonna say—I can feel the same way. Mm-hmm. JJ, I do like the character development that we finally get out of the Watcher. Yeah. Um, because he's the one running the show, and right. he's not always been a narrating character. Right. Um, but it, it's good to see that. It, it's also—it makes me wonder what the true powers of the watcher are Mm -hmm. because uh the planning for killmonger betraying the team and the pocket dimension and all of that like can he see the future or is he just like good at reading people like to a way that just isn't even possible for humans i don't know i i'm interested to see more
0: Yeah, Uh, Jeffrey Wright did a great job with The Watcher. I mean, he's definitely one of the best parts of this series. I still, I think they found the perfect voice for him. Um, So I don't have any negatives to say about The Watcher himself. I think it'll be interesting to see if we get consequences for him interfering from the rest of the universe or the multiverse because he's not supposed to interfere, but he did. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if there's any consequences, any ramifications moving forward.
1: And the Watcher, like, actually breaking the oath and interfering just sets up the fact that the universe could be, or the multiverse, rather, could be whatever the Watcher wants it to be, really.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean, we saw the multiverse going crazy at the end of Loki, so, like... And we know it's going to go crazy with no way home. So, uh, yeah, I mean things are about to get real. And we know Doctor Strange Two is the multiverse of madness. So, yeah, Th- things are going to get crazy. A- any other thoughts on the Captain Carter post credit scene, or did we about cover that?
1: I'm good. It was interesting. Yeah, just okay. no one says that stays dead in comics. That's all. <laughs>
0: okay all right so i think let's move on to our rankings and then at the end of our rankings we'll kind of do our like new segment that we did last week if there's any news either other mcu related news or non-mcu uh we can kind of mention that at the end all right, right, rankings. So I'll go through everything again. Uh, obviously, now that, you know, we're not ranking things every single week, then it's kind of, this is more doable to have me read this out every week, or every uh, time we're ranking something. So villain rankings. Uh, this is also after Shang-Chi, so that is updated. Uh, number one, still Thanos from Infinity War at a perfect six uh number two hella 5.97 killmonger 5.75 thanos from endgame at 5.74 then we've got wenwu the mandarin from sean chi at a 5.65 so that rounds out the top five then we've got vulture uh 5.63 mysterio 5.58 ultron from age of ultron at 5.3 john walker uh from falcon and winter soldier 5.29 Ego, 5.18, Alexander Pierce, 5.15, Red Skull, 4.75, Ghost, 4.74, Loki, 4.72, Agatha Harkness, uh, which we'll mention more about in the news uh, section at the end, uh, because there's stuff coming up, Uh, Agatha Harkness at a 4.67, Ironmonger Obadiah Stane at a 4.5, Kaecilius and Dormammu at a 4.43. Ronan the Accuser, 4.35. Zemo, 4.23. Ravonna Renslayer from Loki at a 4.17. Carly Morgenthau, 3.9. Yellowjacket, 3.8. Aldrich Killian, 3.58. Abomination, 3.5. Dracoff from Black Widow, 3.43. Whiplash, 3.23. yon 2.95. Tyler Hayward, 2.83. Sonny Birch, 2.65, Malekith 1.87, and Justin Hammer 1.83. Whew. That's 31 villains. Uh, and now we're about to add number 32, uh, Infinity Ultron. So I gave Infinity Ultron a 5 um, for the mere fact, like, intimidating for sure. Um, and, like, there's some motivation there. My disappointment came in this finale though because they definitely seemed to nerf again and and ross marquand did fine i just would, would have preferred james spader um and i just think james spader's performance in age of ultron i think puts the original ultron a tad bit higher plus yes age of ultron maybe didn't do as much justice to the character as they could have and I thought that they were going to do a little bit more uh, in this finale. Unfortunately, 30 minutes is not enough time for that. So I'll give it a 5. I think Infinity Ultron for how... I, I feel like they dropped a the ball a bit because of this finale. So I think he should go below James Spader Ultron. But
2: I'll do a flat 4. Alright. He's cool and everything. But it's inconsistent as hell. mm <laughs> the way they portray like what he's capable of
0: mm-hmm. and
2: this is just an, an anthology series after all mm-hmm. so it's like
0: you know right for sure jj
1: um man it's really hard to rate him because there's a lot of good things but like him being all over the place mm-hmm. so i think i'm gonna agree with Jake and go a flat five um Very intimidating villain, literally eating galaxies. (laughs) Um, Also, like, one of two characters who noticed the Watcher before the Watcher made themselves known to the characters. Um, One other thing that has me rating him so high is the fact that Infinity Ultron actually achieved his original goal. And, like, very, very few villains in the MCU do that he achieved his goal and then didn't know what to do with himself found himself without a purpose and came up with something new to go after Mm. um so that was a pretty cool turn but the inconsistency
0: yeah all right so uh two fives and a four that gives him a 4.67 actually we need to break a tie here he is tied currently uh with agatha harkness from wandavision um Listen, I love Katherine Hahn, and I think she's fantastic, and I'm excited for the news that will drop after we get through these rankings um, that did just get dropped. Uh, But I do think that Infinity Ultron is more intimidating than Agatha Harkness. Um, I do think Catherine Hahn's performance is more enjoyable, but I guess if we're going off intimidation, then I'll put Infinity Ultron above Agatha. But it's up to you guys now. (laughs)
1: Um, if, just, I have not seen WandaVision, but based on what I've heard other people say about Agatha Harkness, I'm going to have to put Infinity Ultron below.
0: Ooh, ooh. Interesting. Gabe's
1: so, okay, tiebreaker.
0: Yeah.
2: <coughs> Personally, I think they put a little more care into Agatha, so I would normally put her above them.
0: Okay, that's fine. So we'll put uh, Infinity Ultron at 4.66. I can agree with that. I I totally can agree with that. I only was going off intimidation of what they showed with them literally doing things like chopping a galaxy. But I totally, totally agree. I enjoyed Katherine Hahn's performance way more. So I am totally on board with uh, her going above Infinity Ultron. So Infinity Ultron is at number 16. He is below Agatha Harkness. Uh, at a 4.66, but he is above Obadiah Stane Ironmonger from Iron Man. So, I... I, Yeah. (laughs) He's above a box of scraps. It's Uh,
1: a box of scraps!
0: It kind of is a box of scraps. Yeah. It's a box of scraps, though. Um, So, I... now we're going on to MCU chapters. This is going to be our 29th. We have 28 so far. Since you guys were on, Will and I added, made a new number one, which is shocking. I don't know if I agree with it being at number one, but I still really liked the uh, movie. Shang-Chi is now our number one MCU chapter at a 5.95. Uh, I don't know how much... There's probably going to be a lot of debate over that, honestly, but I, I think Shang-Chi is still deserves to be in the top five i just don't know if it should be number one but that's for another time maybe um chi at 5.95 then we have got Endgame right below that at a 5.94 then black panther at number three at a 5.93 very close top three infinity ward 5.86 then we got loki season one at a 5.83 captain america winter soldier at a 5.66 Far From Home at a 5.55. Avengers at a 5.53. WandaVision at a 5.5. Ragnarok at a 5.4 that rounds out the top 10. Civil War at a 5.38. Falcon and the Winter Soldier at number 12 at a 5.37. Captain America the First Avenger 5.23. Age of Ultron 5.07. Iron Man rounding out the top 15 at a 4.87. Doctor Strange 4.85. Homecoming at 4.7, Guardians of the Galaxy at 4.69, Ant-Man and the Wasp at a 4.68, Black Widow rounds at the top 20 at 4.51, Guardians 2 at 4.5, Iron Man 3 at a 4.08, Ant-Man at a 3.97, Thor at 3.83, Captain Marvel at 3.7. Incredible Hulk at 3.6, Iron Man 2 at 3.17, and Thor the Dark World probably forever in last place at 2.97. Uh, for what if season one, so I, I just found things disappointing about this. Good things, I liked the animation, I liked uh, some of these just scenarios that they came up with. But I just didn't think that uh, some episodes lived up to expectations. Some of them were disappointments. uh, Namely, the Party Thor episode, the one where Hank Pym killed the Avengers, was disappointing. Um, Those are probably the two most disappointing episodes, uh, to be honest. Um, And Captain Carter was eh, but that was better than the other two I mentioned. Um, It's just, there was and half an hour just wasn't enough to convey certain things specifically with this finale i think i would put it i'm gonna put it at 3.9 and maybe that's a bit too low but there was there was disappointment for some of the episodes and you can't really say that with a lot of the mcu um but this was and if we're comparing it to um phase four so far it is my lowest phase four um, lowest of the new stuff, I think all the other shows so far were better quality, and they didn't have episodes that really, that disappointed me enough to put them that, like, the whole series that low, um, but just, I I don't know, I just felt disappointed with what if season one more than it probably should have made me feel, um, so yeah, 3.9, I think I would enjoy the first Ant-Man more, uh, and i but i think it is better than uh the two first two thors iron man 2 incredible hulk i think it's better than captain marvel so uh yeah 3.9 for me
2: Mm. i want to get my word in yeah so uh, i mean we talked about a lot of problems Mm -hmm. like with pacing and just like the time constraints Honestly, for me, a lot of what if feels like Disney slash Marvel Studios is just being like, here, consume. They made like, like they, they asked like interesting questions, I guess. I mean, like a lot of time it's just like, what if the roles were reversed with this person? Or what if this person was evil? Mm-hmm. And it's just like you, you know. They could have. I think they could have written a lot more engaging content uh, for like just like what's within the what, the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of it just like kind of underwhelmed me, tbh. So I'm gonna give it like a. I want to say 2.5, but that seems like kind of brutal. How about like? a (laughs) 2.8
0: that's fine i mean again i think you know you echoed with being disappointed as well so i think that's fair jj
1: jake remind me of your rating
0: i gave i gave what if season one a 3.9 gabe just gave it a 2.8
1: okay i'm gonna give it a solid four um i i did like the animation style like you said jake Uh, the only time I felt the animation style fell a little bit flat was in some of the stuff with Ultron and some of the stuff with Strange Supreme. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not that, like, it wasn't done well. It just, I think more care needed to be taken with it. Strange Supreme was really, really good. So, like, I'm not really, there's not a lot I have to complain there. But specifically in the eighth episode, yeah, where um, Infinity Ultron was, like, not introduced but like developed um just some of the things he were doing didn't have the shock and awe value that i felt like they needed to that that's pretty long-winded um the timing is a a big thing we talked about that to death so i'm not going to say any more on it (laughs) um it was inconsistent like in how good the episodes were and jake you mentioned that too um in every show is going to do that to some extent. Like it's impossible to get around. Some episodes are better than others, mm-hmm. but some felt way flatter than others. Right. Um, and it is an anthology series. So like, that's more of a risk here, but I, I don't know if Marvel did anthology the best they could have.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can totally agree with that. That gives uh, 3.94 and 2.8 gives what if season one at 3.57 It is officially, uh, at number 27. It is, uh, I believe that's correct. Or wait, uh, no, sorry, wait, yeah, uh, 27, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, above Iron Man 2 and Thor The Dark World, but it is below The Incredible Hulk. Oh, So, yeah, it is- I
1: feel like that doesn't seem accurate to me, but- I mean
0: that's how we rated it. So yeah, it it's so it's 27 out of 29. Maybe that's a bit harsh for us, but if if something's disappointing in some regard and it like some of the episode's quality is iffy, I just don't remember us being like uh so iffy on certain episodes with the past MCU shows like when Josh and Gabe and I did WandaVision or Loki or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like we Still were excited by certain episodes or certain things in each episode and weren't, weren't like, and didn't feel so disappointed with one episode that uh, we rated the show so much lower because of it. Like, all the other three shows are in the five, in the fives for the rankings, and they're all, you know, at least in the top half. So, you know, I think that speaks volumes of how the MCU did, uh, of how Marvel Studios did the other three shows so far compared to this, so.
2: Yeah, I don't know what went wrong for me personally. Aside from, like, what I uh, mentioned in my rating, truly, really, I just think it could have, like, hit like, a lot better. Uh, um, I mean, I was kind of banking on, uh, like, the other two numbers being, up uh, like, a bit higher to kind of, like, uh, curve it off well. Uh, well. mm mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I don't know. Like, I, I would honestly give it, like, a three max, but I wasn't feeling, like, I guess that courteous.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, that that's your personal feeling, and I think we spoke on what we didn't like, so I, I think that's very fair. Um, I... At least it is not the worst thing the MCU has done. I don't think anything will ever match the uh, lows of Thor the Dark World. So. Um, True. So I, I think that, that is safely at the bottom spot. But uh, I don't know. Something may come along in the future that <laughs> is worse. But I don't think that's possible. So. Um, Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> um all right uh should we move into our news section or is there anything else you guys wanted to say on what if as a whole
2: i'm ready to uh keep going
0: okay let's finish off good to go okay let's move on to our news section uh stuff that has come out so mcu related still uh agatha harkness got a show announced so that's something that's super exciting i'm i've said like uh I really think they. WandaVision left it open for Catherine Hahn to return. They didn't kill her off, uh, Agatha Harkness off. And I mean, so I assume she'd return at least once. I totally didn't expect her to get a full spin off show or to be like, sign a deal to have her return multiple times. But I'm excited to have her character do more um, because really, Catherine Hahn's performance elevated the character more so. Um, which isn't a terrible thing, but I want to see her character do more, um, and any chance to see Katherine Hahn, uh, more is great. Um, uh, any thoughts on Agatha Harkness getting a, a, a show, or multiple, uh, other, uh, projects in the MCU?
2: I don't even know if, like, I mean, I'd be, I'd be totally down to see her in, like, uh, a bunch of other shows and movies, mm-hmm. but I'm nervous that it's going to be a show that's just, like, going to be some kind of, like, explanation or just give us more context for whatever WandaVision didn't have the time for, mm-hmm. which is just, like, uh, just, I don't know, I, I'm tired of, like, content that's like kind of not needed and can could have been consolidated is just kind of like put out Mm -hmm. on streaming services or just like movies, video games, anything. I'm just like, man, like, do we need this? But if, if it's, if it gives like a good backstory, then yeah. If it's like, Ooh, here's everything you didn't understand about WandaVision because we didn't have the time or effort to tell you then. Um, then I'm going to be kind of like, okay, this is bullshit.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair. JJ, any any thoughts on this news?
1: For the most part, I agree with Gabe. Um, again, I haven't seen WandaVision, so some of the stuff that Gabe uh, said I can't comment on. Um, but it does feel like content for the sake of content. Mm-hmm. Um Since Disney Plus came out, or not since then, but since uh, phase three of Marvel ended, um, Disney has accelerated the number of Marvel productions being made Mm -hmm. by a crazy margin. Yes. Um, We've had six things released this year, and four of them were television shows. Right. Um, And that's a lot compared to the previous two movies at most per year, right? Right
0: two or three yeah
1: two or two or three um, you're good so i just like cool yeah i don't think it'll be a bad show but i i just don't like this direction that it's going i i want it to be an easier thing to consume all of the mcu content
0: that that's very fair i can totally agree that maybe it's a bit much to have 10 things in the mcu this year i mean we're still getting eternals no way home and hawkeye um, so, nine, but, um, and looks like nine or ten next year, too, so, I don't know, I, it is, does seem like a crazy amount, um, especially for, uh, people that maybe are waiting on certain, um, waiting to binge certain things, uh, so, I totally get that, JJ, um, yeah, uh, any, uh, uh uh, with any other news, uh, I did also, there was also news that came out that Letitia Wright or Shuri's actress apparently is, uh, spewing, uh, anti-vax, uh, stuff on the set of Black Panther 2. Uh, I'm not sure how, uh, reputable that is, but, I mean, there's, uh... Not really sure uh, why, uh, if that's true, why Letitia Wright is going the route of Gina Carano, uh, because we saw how that ended up. Gina Carano got fired by Disney, so um, I can definitely see that they might go the same route with Letitia Wright. Um, I and
2: think, uh, I think actors or people like that in Hollywood just kind of like underestimate like how many people back them. So they're like, yeah, and I feel this way about modern science. And they're usually kind of, you know, shunned. I don't know, like, what the heck Disney is going to do because, uh, I mean, that's kind of like their next Black Panther, is it not? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, she's going to take the mantle now with Chadwick gone, so I would assume. It's
2: like, what else can they do besides, you know, just kind of like uh, do some damage control?
0: Yeah, I don't know. JJ, any thoughts on this?
1: No, I don't have any.
0: Okay. That that's fair. I it's whatever. I I don't We'll see what if anything comes out of this. I I also this to me this isn't the same situation as when people are trying to do things like with people in outrage over things that I don't even know that we're said by, like... When people are outraged over, like, Chris Pratt being religious, which is just... To me, I feel like Chris Pratt hasn't really said anything uh, bad uh, to what people are trying to frame him for over his religious beliefs. Um, Or, like, um, I don't know. There's some other actor... I I feel like people are mad about stuff that Simu Liu has even said recently, or you know what has come out on that um which you know i i don't know people are just sometimes people do get mad uh over certain things but this isn't on this isn't that i don't think um
2: yeah it seems to be like a little different definitely have to monitor what you're saying if you're a celebrity for sure
0: Mm -hmm. yeah all right um i I think that's all the MCU news that's come out recently. Is there anything else from you guys, like nerdy yes. wise? JJ Sora yes. got
1: announced for Smash. Yes, Sora's. Um, yep. Well a lot of thoughts and opinions by a lot of people on that.
0: You want me to share mine?
1: <laughs> sure, Jake, why don't you start? So
0: I really wanted to be Crash Beyond a Coot, that's no secret. Um I think Crash would have been awesome. I don't hate sora i think he's a fine addition i know a lot of people requested sora so i can't really be mad on that level and i know that people are mad if you say uh they that sora's another anime sword boy i I don't i i get that he's not exactly that i don't think he's on the same level as if they would have given us an yet another fire emblem character um but i would have much preferred crash and i know there's people that don't like me saying that it should be that Crash should be should have been in Smash. Um, but I just think they completely forgot about like Crash and Spyro, like characters that you know I feel like are pretty uh were a pretty big thing for video games back in the day. Um, specifically instead of
2: the Kajillions fucking Fire Emblem character or any of those like anime headasses as we've mentioned.
0: Yeah. D- did we need
2: have, like? There's just so many gems.
0: Yeah. There's, I
2: don't know. Like, I know my buddy wants Hollow Knight. That would be freaking sick. Yeah. Um. There's like Rayman.
1: Rayman's yeah, another one. There's
2: the ones you mentioned. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I I think Sora is like a great addition, tbh. I think like Smash should be kind of like. And just a bit more dynamic because like when i look like it like when i look at a character like that i'm like oh i know what franchise that's from
0: yeah yeah and,
2: like this might be because i just don't really play like a, a lot of the nintendo titles besides like you know like the flagship ones whenever like my friend lets me play their switch but like <laughs> um I, I i personally think you should have characters where like you know what franchise they're from just based upon looking at them. Yeah. Just have a very diverse cast. And then, like, what did they do? They released, like, you know... I don't know. I, I, I wasn't excited about, like... a handful of the people they released. I think the... the Street Fighter guy was cool.
0: Kazuya, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um... I think Banjo-Kazooie and Kazooie was a... Pretty good choice.
0: I agree with that one but, as well.
2: Yeah. There's just like f- f- some missed opportunities right there.
0: Yeah.
1: One of the coolest things about Smash in my opinion is and is like the whole basis of the thing, and that's that you're pulling different characters from different franchises and competing them against each other. Right. Like all the time, um, like growing up and even now, we think like who would win in a fight between this person and this person? And Smash lets you do that. Yeah. To, to that end, I really like that they pulled a character from a, a new franchise, from Kingdom Hearts, instead of, like Gabe was saying, the zillionth character from Fire Emblem. Yeah. Or another <laughs> Pokemon character. Like, right. I don't need those things. <laughs> um, but also, I really would have preferred a character that wasn't another sword fighter because the other part of pulling characters from a whole bunch of different franchises is you get these like completely different power sets and move sets that these characters can use. Right. Like you're putting say Bowser against Minecraft Steve <laughs> against a sword fighter and it's like these are completely different characters and so like from a strategy standpoint it's not as hard to learn to one use a new sword fighter um, and to fight against a new sword fighter as it would to incorporate another character like Minecraft Steve or Banjo-Kazooie. Putting in Crash or Spyro or Rayman, those would all be good, unique choices that you could do um, very unique uh, movesets to. And there are many other characters that that would have worked with.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it, totally my thoughts... Um... Did we need Pyrrha, Mirtha from Xenoblade? Did we need Byleth and Fire Emblem? Uh, like, I just don't think s- those couple DLC characters should have been included um, when we had plenty of characters that were like that. I'm fine with ones we mentioned. I think Min Min's alright, but I mean, she was at least some- somewhat unique. Um, there's,
1: I really liked Min Min. Uh, I just thought that that whole thing was, like, the whole concept is really cool. But- yeah. This is just
0: my opinion. No, I, I totally agree. I, I think she's at least unique, other than ones that I just mentioned, Pyramirtha, Byleth, like, those shouldn't have been in, because I feel like there were so many characters that were already like them.
2: Yeah, I think we seriously lucked out with, like, Minecraft Steve, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, that is a huge dub to, like, work it out with uh, Disney to get Sora, because even though it's, like, a Square Enix situation, his Keyblade had the Mickey Mouse symbol.
0: Right, right.
2: I'm pretty sure, like, that probably set Nintendo back a bit. (laughs) Like, just to use the use of that image. Actually, if you look in the gameplay trailers, there's no, like, Donald or Goofy.
0: Right, that's what I was curious. uh,
2: Like, in the background art or anything, like, when that's typically like featured
1: in like the whole setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I will say about the Smash or about Smash Ultimate, especially the new characters they brought in is they don't shy away from giving the fans what they want. Like Minecraft Steve was a huge ask. Sora was a huge ask by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, it doesn't matter that it's Disney. We're going to drop a bunch of money and get this character.
0: Yeah, totally. Like i don't have anything against sora being in i totally agree with that um but you know it, it sucks it's weird to have like smash be like oh we're waiting on the next dlc and smash is done but like eventually we knew that you know sakurai has put his heart and soul really in his whole life in the smash series so like it's it being done makes sense and if ultimate is the last game we ever get of smash i think it was a hell of a, a hell of an ask for sakurai to give us what he did like and he gave it to us, so...
1: On that note, yes, Sora is the last character of Smash Ultimate, and yes, Sakurai says he's done, but that doesn't mean we won't get a new person making another Smash game. Um, That being said, I agree, though. Smash Ultimate is a great culmination of the series, if it is the final one.
0: Yeah. They literally put everyone in from past games. They didn't leave anybody, anybody from past games out, so... Um, which is nice. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, one thing I wish, I mean, I wish we got another PlayStation All-Stars game and put Crash and Spyro in that, because at least they would fit a PlayStation All-Stars, since they're not in Smash, um, because they are PlayStation All-Stars. Um, I think the first game dropped the ball on the amount of characters they could get in, so. But, and and I know it's like dollar store Smash, but... (laughs) It's still a fun time, and I think they did a good job with some of the variety of characters in that game. Like Kratos from God of War, Nathan Drake from Uncharted, um, uh, Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank. Like, there's a lot of good characters that they put in that game that make sense. So
2: They could make another if they really wanted to. Yeah. Like a sequel, a sequel for current gen, if they really wanted to, they could, they could make it.
0: I'd love that. I'd get a PS5 for PlayStation All-Stars too. Like, I really... I mean, I w- might get it for Spider-Man 2 as well. Um, but, uh, you know, that... I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I really... I'm really holding out hope that they'll make a sequel to that game. Because I also think... I think the uniqueness of getting kills in that game, of, like, only being able to use, like, fill up this meter and use your, like, Final Smash type thing to get kills, I think is interesting. So
2: maybe one day
0: bro yeah so um anything else uh nerd nerd wise
1: not for me personally
0: okay i i don't have anything else i don't think um i'm sure if people actually listen and people actually want to join the conversation and be like hey this is also coming out uh
1: Oh, I got one other thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Netflix just put out a Pokemon movie um, on Thursday. I don't remember the full name, but this one is all about Zerude.
0: Yeah. I Um, I did see something about that. Um, So. That's cool. Um, Yep, that's all I got. Yeah. So. All right. uh, So teasing what's coming up. uh, JJ, Gabe, and I are going to actually discuss off air after this about our... uh, uh, mafia night so super excited we're gonna be doing uh mcu styled mafia roles uh so or marvel in general not just mcu but uh so that's going to be exciting and uh we're going to be getting as many of us as we can that have been on at least a podcast on tribe of nerds um if anybody wants to be on the mafia game um and hasn't been on a podcast yet Uh, you can subscribe, I think, or we might ask people, but I think for now we're going to stick to subscriptions, um, on the podcast if you want to, uh, be on the Mafia game. Um, and it's probably going to be a video. I'm hoping that we can get a video version up because that's going to be the fun part. Um, is a video version of all of us playing and I'm going to be moderating all the, the few games we play because we're going to play a few. Um, so Yeah. Um, super excited for that. Um, otherwise, JJ and I are going to be doing some video game movies for a few weeks, um, podcasting about like Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I think, um, and I think uh, we'll be capping off with a Halloween special this month, um, which I think we talked about being Scooby Doo um, last week. Um, <laughs> so prop probably will be us three on doing the scooby-doo stuff um just as a meme and we'll kind of solidify that in the next couple weeks uh and figure out how we're gonna t- watch both the scooby-doo movies because they were on netflix before but i don't think they are now so sad <laughs> rip um so i so and then next month of course was is eternals we'll do our venom 2 podcast that has been delayed till will returns because um, he wants to talk venom and we will talk um the hawkeye series as well and do our mafia game next month as well um and i think that's everything for the that next month and then december of course is our big end of the year with uh we'll finish doing our hawkeye series recaps and do spider-man no way home of course and uh do kind of an end of the year podcast at the very end of just like look how far look all the stuff we've done this year on our first year on the podcast so that's kind of the schedule um so uh you guys have anything else or are we ready to end it Okay. all right so we will see you guys next week for our video game movie reviews on tribe of nerds